It is so well defined. What we have to do today, we got to go to work. We got to do right offense. All right, everyone. Time for another NFL in London podcast. Wade McWayne, Ryan Call. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Unless you get offended by that, then uh, screw you. Um, Happy NFL season. Uh, It means that we're going into week 15. Uh, Very exciting news for us heading into week 15. Uh, And then week 16, there will be some games on Christmas, but we're going to talk about the week 14 games. Christmas is what day? Friday? It is a week today. So today's, it's going to be... Oh, today's, yeah, the, well, today's be, the 18th. If we're, so sorry to give this away. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday then. Right. Yeah. I assume so, yeah. Uh, I believe, yeah, there's Christmas games. There's one game on a Christmas. We'll go through some of those. We talked about Boxing Day as well. And we've got a Saturday game this week. Uh, so make sure you always adjust your lineups when it comes to that. We'll also talk about Fantasy I'd like to talk to one of the fantasy pool guys that ran it this year. Fuck you. <laughs> Seriously, Steve, fuck you. Fuck me. You know what? If you're if you're running a fantasy league, answer the emails. That's that's your most important thing. If you're not answering your emails until Monday... It's bad commissioner. It's, it's bad, bad commissioner. commissioner. It's very bad commissioner. <laughs> and also, to all you people that decided to join a fantasy league and you don't play, fuck you. Yeah. Like, seriously... It, and you don't trade. It's like if you want. Well, to- I have found over the years trading to be so much more difficult because, much like the Brexit negotiations, um, someone has to fuck the other person on the yeah. trade, or no one will do it. Like, no one has any. I, no one has any. I need to want to do a fair trade. They're like, no, no, like um, Logan Roy in Succession. It's yeah. like, I'm going to take you, and I'm going to bury you, yeah. and I'm going to then steal your wife. It isn't. It? It's true though, and I find that here because it, I don't know if it was, but. I've had in, in previously good trades in some fantasy leagues, but I've had ones here where I proposed, and, and we, we, we're not going to get into the Robert, the Tanyan, which was a good trade, Andre. <laughs> hey, he's been on fire. He has been on fire. Off. Fuck you. And then fuck. you cut him. Anyways. Yeah, I cut I Because I, I had Fant, I had Tanyan, and I had Gronk, and I was going to make a fair trade. To be fair, you could have got rid of Gronk. I could have. You're member bear. You're on nostalgia I'm just, for Gronk. I'm just full of pride. Remember anyway, Gronk on the Patriots? Remember? He was so good in that debug. But anyway, so what's happening now is, look, it's just playing the fantasy, guys. Hey, it's playoffs now. I, is, I already took a big hit um, with a, a, um, Herbert's first game, which is a nice thing to wake up to and you're watching highlights and yeah, you're just yeah. watching Herbert. Just, just ripping apart. apart. We'll get to that game. We will get we'll to that game. Well, let's, let's start. Uh, we, we talked about the third team last week. Let's talk about, uh, we'll start with my team. Chicago Bears absolutely demolished the poor Houston yeah. Texans. Houston has probably the worst defense now in the league. Um, yeah, and Trubisky. Trubisky, Trubisky looked good. Listen, like a phoenix from the ashes, he rose. So he's yeah. basically auditioning. You gotta. He's probably like gonna have fun for these next couple weeks. Like they're pretty much out of the. Uh, maybe not out of the playoffs. We're not out of the playoffs. No. Yeah, the NFC is a bit of a disaster. But if he can just pull some wins together, get them into the playoffs, I think Trubisky will get some interest. At least maybe like you want to go somewhere where you can at least compete for the job. Like the I CFL. <laughs> yeah, no, no, but like if you look at someone like Jameis, right, yeah. who who went with the Saints, and you're kind of like, okay, but you're never going to play if Drew Brees is there. Yeah. But like how many teams, when you look at the Jacksonvilles and and all these terrible teams are, like, the, yeah. the, who wouldn't want? San Francisco 49ers would take him now probably over Nick Mullins. I mean, you look at it, but he has to get over the like, fact I that he's I bet you a lot of starter. people would have wanted Jameis. Like, at least you like, yeah, he threw 30 picks, but... You know, he's in a Bruce Arians gunned offense. So yeah. I think he made a giant mistake. So I think if I'm Trubisky, I go I do the Fitz method. I go, where could I start? Yeah. And that's how you that's how you prolong your career. 
Well, you know, the difference is uh, Fitzmagic is smart. But the Bears win in this one, 36-7. Yeah. It was a good beatdown. David uh, Montgomery's been awesome. He has been. He's Alan been Robinson. one of those guys who gets hot in fantasy now, and David Montgomery could be a guy who takes you to a championship because he's been absolute average yeah. for about a year and a half. And these last couple weeks, it's all starting to click. So it's good to finally see. They're finding some holes. They're, they're finding some movement here, and it's, it's good. You know, the Bears put up a lot of... The, the problem they had the, the last week was uh, we scored a lot uh, against Detroit, but also got scored upon. The defense held strong in this one, shut them down, uh, and put some big injuries on. Chicago gets a win. Uh, Houston free-falling. This game we all thought might be a little closer than this one. Tennessee Titans just beat See, up. See, I knew it would come back. I knew they <laughs> wouldn't finally cover. Like, once I started believing them, hey, this team keeps it close. Now they're back to Minshew. Yeah. Uh, this is just like this is just chaos. You know what I mean? It just feels like a, a government with no like the American government with no control. Yeah, Doug Marone's just, just like, yeah, let's try this guy this week. Let's, let's get naked at Walmart. I'm getting fired. Let's just throw in who wants to play quarterback? Anybody? It's just kind of become ridiculous. Jacksonville's just basically I think they're still hoping the Jets can pull one off. So yeah. they're just the same. Like, let's just let this guy drive it into the ground, right? It's like no one's watching, no one's coming to yeah. the games anyway. This is the year to just go with the tank. Because you don't even have any upset fans to even deal with. Well, it's also you also have to realize how much the Jets screw things up. It could get to the draft. The Jets have first pick. And they fuck it up. We're taking Lawrence Trevor. Yeah. Oh, God. We chose the wrong yeah, yeah, yeah. Fullback. Yeah, uh, we chose the wrong pick. We did the wrong guy. We chose the wrong guy. Uh, Tennessee needed this win. Uh, and, uh, yeah, you know, and showing Derek Henry again. December Henry. Like, December Derek. He's been absolutely... Like, he was the reason they just took that run. They just, yep. they just got hot. And we've seen it in the NFL. It's all about who gets hot in December. And if you got a guy like Henry, our teams are beaten down a bit, who's just going to absolutely punish you. And he's running for 200 yards. Yeah. He's going to win the rushing title again. Like, no, everyone talks about MVP for Rodgers and Mahomes, but Derrick Henry is like, this is like two straight, almost 200-yard games in December. It's, it's I don't want to play Tennessee. In Having class. a beast of a game, and obviously uh, James Robinson playing amazing. This is a guy that people probably, if you were looking at your fantasy at the start of the year, you wouldn't have thought Robinson. No, you wouldn't have thought this guy in a top five. The only, he's the third running back, third in your rushing yard. He's the only bright spot on this team. Like DJ Chark's been a big disappointment. They just, uh, Josh Allen on defense, he got injured. So again, it's, it's a disaster. But they're going to get either Justin Fields or. Trevor Lawrence. So something, something will happen. Great bluer skies are ahead. Uh, how about shit skies? Let's talk about the Denver Carolina game. This is a game Ryan and I said we do not want to yep. touch, and what an ugly affair this one. Drew Locke, who are you? When well, you it play, wouldn't be ugly. Ugly is like ten three. This yeah. is more just a surprising shootout. It was Drew just, Locke. it was just, just back and forth, and these guys. Drew Locke he either folds and collapses like a buffalo table, or other yeah. times he shines. Uh, like yeah, there's no, there's no consistency with Drew Locke, and I think that's been his problem. He's even though if you think about last year in December is when he started to get hot. Last mm -hmm. year I think he won like four of his last five, which then got him this starting job, making him feel a little bit more competitive. You know what? He's got a tough matchup this week against Buffalo, especially the. They're a team that throws it, especially Denver's a team that goes deep. Like, yeah. Drew Locke throws it deep almost more than anyone, and Buffalo's one team that can stop it, but Carolina just couldn't stop it. They Again, they're just limited in what they can do without McCaffrey, but to even keep it 27, I think they kept it close, and no matter what, 
Carolina shows up every week and fights. So you got to give them credit. Carolina does. I mean, they've had some issues with their offensive line and the That's ability all you of ask from your average team. It's blocking. Just show up and but they, fight. you know, they've got some good wide receivers in this team. You have three great wide receivers that make plays. You had, you know, a running back obviously was great, and a backup running back who's done as well. So. You know, despite the injuries, Carolina is one of those. They yeah. kept it themselves in it. They shouldn't feel ashamed about this season, particularly with all the injuries they've had. Uh, They're going to be an interesting team to look at in the offseason to see what they do to yeah. make the team better. So I, I, they're a team to definitely watch. Here's two teams that were definitely not oh, watchable. Yeah. Uh, the Cowboys beat the Bengals 30-7. to You know, these two teams, uh, downward spiral. Uh, it's basically a clogged toilet between both of these. You're just watching the turds get stuck as they flush their way And the Cowboys are like, you know, maybe we got a shot at the division. You know, we beat the Bengals. They get excited. But because, again, you never know. Nine wins could still technically win this division. Uh, They're still not out of it, which is insane. Um, Yeah, what's there to say, really? Dalton looked better, but Zeke is still, like... What has happened to this yeah, guy? Yeah, he's a fat bastard. Pretty yeah. much, he has <laughs> He's not. He, can't he got move. a tattoo of "Eat Me" on his <laughs> belly, and it clearly has done something to. It. He has no breakaway speed. He can't make no. people miss. He's more just like of a bowling. Ball he doesn't. He doesn't have of, that sort of shift momentum. And he's he's he killing the pay running. Derrick Henry is saving pay running backs. Yeah, and and Zeke Allen is killing them on the other end. So yeah. You you need to be Derrick Henry to get paid now, and there's only one Derrick Henry. Yeah, I, I think Zeke is just eating whatever uh, uh, Russell Wilson is cooking, and it's a lot of fat. Speaking of a lot of fat, man, this is a crazy good game. Kansas City Chiefs outlast the Miami Dolphins. 33-27 Miami, though, gets hits with a lot of injuries. They lose, like, four main guys in yeah. it. Gusecki, Parker. They, you know, it was a really bad day for Miami to lose this, but, you know, it also showed Kansas City. Um, this Kansas this, City, yeah, they're, they're, they're not. They're beatable. Like, as much as everyone fawns over Kansas City, the last four or five games have all been under 10-point games. Mm-hmm. Even with Denver, it was close. This game, Miami got three interceptions off Patrick Mahomes, who had one going into the year. Um, they have no running game, Kansas City. They're just really depending on, on Kelce, who's just unbelievable. Like Going to be the first tight end to ever lead the NFL in receiving, yeah. which is just an awesome stat. He is unstoppable. Then you got, so they have that, but to me, their, their defense, just like two put up almost 300, over 300 on yeah. them. Uh, he's played a lot better, um, and they just forced Kansas City into real problems, but they had that run. and But then to even give up a lead from 28-10 to make this game close, and then a bullshit, what is it, uh... Field goal to oh, beat yeah. the spread, yeah, which was infuriating um, because I was feeling real good about this game. Twenty eight ten, I was like, I nailed this bet. And then for the Chiefs to just let Chiefs are not the team that usually lets people just creep back in. So that's also a concern that in the second half they could do nothing in they the fourth quarter, yeah. especially to give up that lead to almost get it close. Well, uh, as Ryan and I are watching the game together, and I picked Miami to cover that yeah, spread. It was, it was very interesting for me. But they needed to do it because you were two but scores behind. To be fair, it was the smart move. Yeah. Like, you take the quick points and try and get the onside, then you can do a Hail Mary. Yeah. Like, a lot of people, instead of wasting the clock to five seconds like Anthony Lynn would do, yeah. um, take it with 30 seconds. Who knows? Maybe Exactly. Second shots. down, go for it, go yeah. for it, and Just see if you can score again. So, so you don't have to worry about scoring the six or seven. Go for the so three. So Brian Flores already, already showing better coaching chops. And, he is uh, showing. He's, he's a great coach. And great coach. Look at it, look at how they've done so far. This People would have written Miami off at the start of the season. Look at the way they've played. Yeah. Credit to Flores and all this. Uh, coaching, crap, whatever it happens, another garbage game. It was the Cardinals all over the New York Giants. You know, we thought New York Giants might be able to, to put up and stay up, but Arizona was smarting after that last loss. And um, 
They're uh, still not definitive enough. You beat the Giants, but how good is that? Man, I know. Right. It's, well, I think it's good because of the, the love fest of the Giants yeah. after, they, after they beat Seattle and everyone's saying, Giants, are they for real? Are they for yeah. real? It's like, no, not really. They're still kind of the same team. They put in Daniel Jones, who... Who had a had a bad I think bad turnover, um, yeah, but Kyler Kyler Murray looked much better. It looked like the old Kyler is running around, getting first downs. They removed the ball, and it was a must win for Arizona again. Giants basically opened the door for Washington, who I think is the best team in that yeah. division. I think the Giants are still just too many questions. They they're just so inconsistent. Evan Ingram one day will have a great game. They still can't get in the end zone. It's just a bit of a nightmare. They got no. You can't trust Wayne Gallman. And I think the Giants are going to find it tough. But Arizona needed this, and good win on them. Well, you've also got Washington, I think, is really rallying behind Rivera. You know, you've, you've had this cancer diagnosis, you, you, but you've also got, you know, Gibson has played really well. McLaurin has played well. Dwayne Haskins is garbage, by the way. He really is crap. Yeah, yeah. He really is bad. And when you talk about quarterbacks you made a mistake on... Is he playing this week? No, I think they're, they're, I think they're the, basically what they've said, we'll get into it, is that they're hoping Alex Smith returns, um, but... They've got Haskins ready. They got a uh, third leg uh, waiting. Well, they they do. Just... They they said they need someone to sell peanuts in the stands, uh, even though there's no fans. Yeah. They're gonna put out. Hey, there's no one. There's no here. Just chucking them to across. Uh, speaking of peanuts, uh, Minnesota Vikings proved yeah. that uh, they got beat up by the elephant here. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tom Brady looked horrible in the first yeah, two passes, like... but then he puts it together. Uh, they were able to move it together. Tom Brady is able to spread the ball around Minnesota. Obviously, that you, you can't rely on Dalvin Cook to do everything. They put pressure on Cousins. But more importantly, they were able to spread that ball around. Tom Brady gets it. He moves it around. They get the much-needed win, 26 Yeah, still, it wasn't, even though it was 26-14, it didn't feel convincing. It just felt that this offense, this Brady, they're just still not clicking. There's mm-hmm. just something not right. Like Antonio Brown, like, has anyone even heard his name the whole entire year? No. So uh, so that that's a real concern because how long is that going to be okay? Especially they go out. There's still a great defense. Um, but to me, this... I want to see them the next couple of weeks. I want to see them if they can get hot going into the playoffs because I think the NFC is a bit of a mess, so they can win a playoff game, but it's going to be it's, tough. It's going to be tough. they gotta, they got to they gotta start getting more consistent on offense. You, sometimes you wonder if they're just overthinking things so much that they're not actually having some sort of they're well, not able to just respond and when play. When you have so many weapons, is it almost a problem to have all that's these it. weapons? Where you're just like, who do I throw it to this side? Is this guy going to bitch me out? Is this... It's just... That's why you've got to have a team that's... This is, just feels like a team of superstars thrown together. They don't seem and like they're having... work. They it don't is. seem like they're having fun. No. You know, and that's a difference when you look... Bruce Arians doesn't... Bruce Arians looks furious every game. Look at the difference between Miami. Miami looks like they're having fun. That's part of the record. You've got Flores... They're doing trick plays. They're messing stuff up. And even, I think, in New England, Brady, they would have some more plays. You're like, oh, they pulled that off. They just feel like there's a stick up the ass, and, and they're not having as much fun. And until they do that, until they actually let go, uh, which I've seen the but movie that's Frozen. Not, that's not the way they play. Bruce no, Jones I know it's not. Bruce wants them to let it go and start throwing it around the field. But Brady's a dink and dunker, and they don't want to do that. So it's almost like a complete clash of, of philosophies of how to play quarterback. And... Brady could be like, yeah, how many Super Bowls have you won, these Arians? Which, to be fair, he should say. Because I think Brady should be... If Brady was playing his way with those weapons, I think he'd be unstoppable probably still. But he just wants them to do the big step backs and throw it down the field. And Brady's just not a good downfield thrower in this part of his life. Yeah, and I mean that's something I think. He's the, impotent. You think is yeah, impotent. Well, we'll have to we'll have to let Giselle talk His about that. His arm is impotent. But you know, I think you're I think you're right, and and you know, I think even Arian said 
maybe next season is when we finally find our groove. You know, when Brady's yeah, 40, when he's 47. Yeah. yeah, I know, man. Imagine, that's like, when, yeah, you know, like, and that's what happens when you have old presidents. You're like, yeah, yeah you're not going to hit my prime at 73. It'll be perfect. Well, he also have to take Saturday off because his kid's playing in college, so he's going to go watch his son play. I don't know. No, Brady's uh, kids won't play football. <laughs> no, they'll be modeling. Yeah, uh, exactly. Next big victory here. Man, the Colts really poured it on. Las Vegas... Uh, you can't have a chip on your shoulder when your mom's Gazelle and your dad's yeah. Tom Brady. Like, I don't yeah. care what happens. Yeah, you, you're, <laughs> if you don't get looks in that yeah. family, yeah, if you're like the ugly Brady, oh man, you're Marsha. Look, uh, we'll go to this next game, Las Vegas. Funny meme we put up, uh, in Vegas, usually the house wins, yeah. except if you're the Raiders, because yeah. the house keeps losing. Colts beat up on the Raiders. Um, you know, there wasn't a, you, though Josh Jacobs, Carr was in trouble, but the Colts really showed that they can score now. There were some problems. Xavier Rhodes, which would have been huge for the Colts' defense, he's now looking like he'll be back this week. Colts move on, and they need this after you know a tough game against Tennessee well, a few weeks ago. Big win again, Raiders, as we just saw also with last night, which we'll get into. But like they're just on a free fall. They have absolutely no defense. They can't stop anybody. Um, it's just all call, kind of falling apart for them, and especially that Jets game. I think if they didn't have that, my God, they'd be on like a six-game losing streak. And I think the. What everyone kind of feared was um, the Raiders just don't have a good enough offense to be yeah. able to compete. You got Waller and you got Jacobs, and that's great. But you need weapons. Henry Ruggs, this idea that people keep saying, yeah, let's get the guy who can run 4-2 but can only one run can only run one route. Yeah, It's like, I want a guy like Stefan Diggs who can run every single route. And that's what the Raiders need across them. And, and there's also going to be a question because of what happened last night. Is Derek Carr going to be there next year because yeah. it kind of feels like they've gone as far as they can with Carr and sometimes you just got to like like the Bills did with Tyron Taylor like some teams you just got to move on and take your lumps and get that guy who's right for you because it just feel, it doesn't feel right yeah it feels a bit forced now and you know gosh it's so hard for him I mean obviously like a lot of teams the offensive line is depleted but it really shows, you know, sort of what's lacking there. And, you know, maybe it is time for the Raiders to take a look at it. Maybe Carr is, maybe this is time for him to step away from the, uh, the Raiders as well. And maybe he'll find a rejuvenation. Because I think as we talk about, you know, teams looking for quarterbacks. There's a lot of guys who hey. look at Derek Carr. A lot of teams would be, like, very happy to have him. The only problem is, you have to remember, is that there's also so many rookies coming in, too. And everyone wants their franchise quarterback. So yeah. there's very few guys like Jameis who threw 5,000 yards and became a backup. And yeah. There's no guarantee Derek Carr would get a starting job somewhere. Like, he might even have to back up. Yeah, well, it's like trying to, you know... It's like, like, look, Marcus Mariota did it. You yeah, know? well, he played it's last night. Like, I mean, it's like going on LinkedIn and you're in your 40s. You know, you're not maybe going to get the job Tinder, you want. Or Tinder. Or Tinder. You're not getting the job you want. I'm going to put my thing between 25 and 27. Yeah, we'll just see. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Anyone remember the Why Reagan? Why is no one getting back to Anyone me? remember the Reagan inauguration? Yeah. Uh, how about uh, an inauguration for the Jets? Yeah. Seattle Seahawks finally get their offensive line back. They get all the healthy pieces... And Russ starts cooking again. Seattle Seahawks looking great again. Yeah, you know, they've not, had some it's, issues. It's not Greg Williams' fault. Apparently, yeah. that's the answer. It's, it wasn't Greg Williams holding this team back. It's just um, the life is the, just holding this team back. Well, Seattle gets 40 points. They put another score against the Jets, which is good. Moving on to this one, Packers, I watched this. We watched this game for Andre's birthday, but they did not look that. I mean, Detroit was coming back and scoring on them. Yeah. Uh, you know, Detroit can score. Matt Stafford got hurt on this one. But the Packers, as much as they can score, they can be scored on. Yeah, exactly. You know what? They, they still look great. I think division games are always tougher, and I don't think you should always take so much. Because these teams have seen each other so much, they're able to be competitive. Uh, so I think a lot of times people are like, oh, they, they didn't wasn't convincing. But 
Um, Roger's still looking MVP form. I think he's going to get it over yeah. Mahomes. Um, and they got that number one seed now, and I think they got to hold on to it because if you got people coming into Green Bay into that cold weather, it's going to be tough to beat anyone yeah. in Green Bay because especially you need that big arm. So guys like Breeze, if they have to go into Green Bay, like Breeze in Green Bay in December yeah. will be a, or January be a nightmare. That ball is going to like go behind them like a bad drive. Yeah, it'll it's like, like a tether ball just go around in a circle. Um, yeah, I mean, geez, uh, again, they do have some pretty easy games coming up, Green Bay, which is a benefit for them, including the Bears. Uh, they look good, but you know what? They're also a team preps for them. They're beatable, and they can't go into this playoff thinking they're invincible because, you know, someone can run on them, uh, and if Detroit can put up that many points on you, think of what a good team can do. Speaking of good teams, none of them were in this game. The The Falcons lose to the Chargers 20-17. to They did it again. The Falcons found a way to lose. They found a way to lose. And uh, the Chargers finally find a way to win, uh, even though, man, sometimes it looks like they, they're just not even they're trying. They're just trying. Like, yeah, again, you had another amazing Anthony Lynn um, field goal where they just were like, trying to bring out some, It was just an absolute disaster. They ended up getting nothing off. It's just every single week there's special teams disaster. Yeah. It's like the Chargers just like... Studying, they're like, yeah, we don't need to read that chapter. Yeah, special teams, we'll just leave that aside. It's not that special. Jamarcus uh, Russell kind of studying here again. But if you're the Falcons, you say you can't score more than seventeen points. It's like, come on, Matt Ryan, like you gotta be better than this. You got Calvin Ridley, you got Julio Jones. You're an ex MVP. It's just like something. I don't know what to say to the Falcons. I, it's either you got, I think you got to blow it. Yeah, you got to blow it up. I think you got to trade Matt <laughs> Ryan if you can. Who's gonna take his contract? You got Julio, who you can trade. He's always injured. Um, so I, I don't know I think you gotta blow it up if you're yeah I know there's like nothing... the Chargers like get get that guy start over like they did and I think you have a few pieces there that are still good but yeah no it's like the strip in Vegas uh, don't blow, just hold blow it up, up and rebuild yeah, you know, you're gonna knock down the foundation and put up something new don't just hold on to this old look that's how you get old Vegas yeah and that's <laughs> with the uh with the $5 table. Now with the new city center being built, I've watched the big documentary on that anyway let's talk about a team that makes bad decisions it's Philadelphia oh. Give Carson Wentz a big contract and then sign round two Jalen Hurts. Uh, Hurts comes in. Wentz sucks. You know, he's really bad. He's, <sighs> he's so bad. He, but no, they, I think Wentz can do a Tannehill. And I think Wentz can go to another team and be good. I don't think Wentz, I don't think so. Because he was amazing. That year he had the MVP run. I think I think the Nick Foles thing destroyed him emotionally. Sure. And some people, maybe he's just not like, mentally tough enough to play the game. Um, but I think the problem with this game was is and Jalen Hurts played all right. He yeah. wasn't. He was. He was good enough to get another start. But Taysom Hill was not great this game. Yeah. So Taysom Hill really struggled. And I think now it's now that there's two to three games of tape on him. Yeah, is he easy to figure out? And you know, you got Breeze. Is once they get his lung back in place, he should be ready to go. Uh, for just for outside football because they're going to be losing that number one seed. Yeah. So it's going to be tough for them. Um, but. These are games you gotta win. You gotta beat a team playing a rookie quarterback that has that basically people said was not ready to play. So to me, this is a big failure on the Saints. You lost the number one seed, and this is the stuff that can make you one and done in the playoffs. Yeah, you know the Eagles. Their defense played well as well. They really harassed uh, Taysom Hill. They, they kept they did their job of really shutting down any drive, keeping Kamara in check. Um, you know, I think we all knew that a Saints loss was inevitable going forward. Maybe in the Taysom Hill. And maybe this is the motivation you need. You know, this is the thing to go, Jesus, guys, like, this is really scary. Because, 
you don't want this in the first round of and playoffs. And maybe you should consider going to Jameis, you know, a guy who's played quarterback yeah. before. Like, in Sean Payton's offense, there's got to be something that either they don't mix or something. To me, it doesn't feel... They should be bringing in Jameis a little bit more. Yeah, mix it up. You, you want to mix it up because you, what you want to do is create that sort of uncertainty. And, and that's a thing that they used to do in New Orleans. You bring in Taysom Hill and everyone's like, oh my God, what are we going to do? And then he runs it up the middle up your ass. So... Speaking of going up your ass, let's talk about Washington and the 49ers. Who stayed up to watch this turgid show? Um, Washington, they win. 49ers hey. lose. Uh, Debo Samuel, obviously, we people thought you know he, he got gingered and uh, Nick Mullins struggled. Yeah, Nick Mullins is now fall, kind of falling to the to the wayside of that guy. Even though they have that amazing stat where he had yeah. like, the highest yards with like Mahomes and someone else. Um, yeah, it's just not the same. I think. It's going to be another... This is another team I think is going to have a fascinating offseason. Because if you're San Fran, you know, is someone like Derek Carr, like you said, better than Jimmy Garoppolo? Like, yeah. Is there someone like Sam Darnold who can come in and be taught by Kyle Shanahan? Because you're not going to get a high enough pick. And I think Kyle Shanahan knows... Even though he had Jimmy G, but I think that's that level yeah. is over. He kind of needs to build something. He's seeing it with other teams. And that's... For longevity in this league, you can't just keep bringing in guys because you're going to get fired eventually. Yeah. No, you're, you're right. The and best job security is a franchise quarterback. They are going to have to look at new quarterbacks. And Sam Darnold could be a good fit, you know, yeah. on a West Coast offense with that kind of thing. Carr as well. Uh, so you're right. I think Jimmy G is on the outs in this way. And, and this is just the season that the 49ers have gone to the Super Bowl. You've come back. You've still actually played yourself close in quite a few games. But this is now we make the choices on the offseason. Uh, another loss for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Ryan woke up. I was going to call him when I... When I did I, wake up early and watch this. I was up at 5 a.m. I, I watched the highlights of it. Uh, Buffalo, Josh Allen. I mean, you know, Pittsburgh was just not ready for this this team. Pittsburgh just blitzed the hell out of Josh Allen. That first quarter, that first half was hard, hard for everyone. Like mm-hmm. they basically, Josh Allen couldn't get anything going. Uh, Pittsburgh played great defense, but Big Ben just can't throw the ball deep. He's got no. Like, he had Juju Smith Schuster who was dancing on the logo before the yeah. game, which really came back to bite them. Um, I think don't give people motivation. Yeah, like, your stupid TikTok can wait. It's just maybe I'm old. More TikToks and touchdowns. People are just like let Juju be Juju. Well, yeah. Juju's caught getting other team motivated to play. Yeah, maybe Juju should stop that, especially when you're not as dominant as you used to be a couple of years ago. Uh, Josh Allen had an incredible second, third quarter though. Came out like 11-11, two touchdowns. Really took over. That Bills defense made Big Ben's life hell, and it's coming on right at the best moment in December. They're starting to feel who they. They are. They don't give up big plays. They're getting healthy. And Buffalo is a scary team now. I'm excited for this Denver game. I'm a little worried about it. But Pittsburgh, to me, is just a team that has no identity. Big Ben can't throw it. Base can't spread it out like he used to. They have no running game. And they're injured on defense. It's literally a team that's falling apart in front of our eyes. Yeah, I mean, there's been so many issues going on with Pittsburgh and, and, you know, undefeated, undefeated. And then you take two big losses on the chin. Now, they're going to have to rebound in this. You've got a great team. But Buffalo, this is this is fighting someone who actually I, has I haven't the seen skills. this in years. And I haven't seen, a, like, even though people will be like, Josh Allen did, didn't have a great first half. But yeah. when you're a good quarterback, you come out in the second half and you made that. You went out and walked up and down the field. Stefan Diggs was incredible. Yep. Leading the NFL in, in receptions. Um, the Bills still need a running game. They still need some better protection. But I think they're looking as good as anyone in the AFC right now. I'm excited for the playoffs and terrified. Definitely a statement game. And, you know, putting themselves up there as, as you know, one of the best teams in the AFC. 
when it comes down to the AFC playoffs, it's anybody's game, and that's what we love about it. The final game this week, oh my god, don't run to the toilet on this one, folks. We're going to tell you what happened, and he definitely did go take a shit. Um, come on. 47 to 42. Uh, it looked like Baltimore had won this one. Baker Mayfield. It was like a wrestling event, right? You know, geez. when someone goes to the locker room yeah. and they're like, he's coming back. He's in. back. And he's coming with a chair. With a garbage yeah. can. <laughs> I can't believe he's back. Oh, yeah. oh my God. He's going to break it. Yeah, it was epic. Guard. It was like on the floor. All you needed was Jim Ross yeah. in the WWE. Being like, he's coming back. Here he comes. That would be fantastic. Um, it was an incredible. I didn't watch the game, but I watched the, the recap of the yeah. game. And, yeah, you know, Baker's looking great. He's playing a lot better these last games. I think it's really funny how it's all started to go well since Odell got injured. Yeah. And it's such a weird thing because how can you be so good yet this is a constant statistic? When people get rid of you, they start playing better. Yeah. And that's not good. And it's going to hurt, his, especially next year, because I think Cleveland's going to get rid of him. Yeah. Uh, but to me, you can't, if you're Cleveland... You're not going to be able to do this every every week. I was actually quite surprised they did it on Baltimore's defense, which we all thought was much stronger. But if Cleveland can shoot it out with anyone, oh, yeah. with that running game that can control the clock, they're kind of a team I'm a bit worried about playing, even though they did lose this game and a hell of a Lamar play at the end. Hello, Lamar. I mean, you're talking about Lamar ran for some great touchdowns. Kareem Hunt was fantastic in his touchdowns. But you, you get the impression that if you kept playing this, it's like a coin toss. The next time you play, was Cle- like Cleveland that, could win it. It was like that Rams-Chiefs game last yeah. year is what it felt like, except a, a running version of yeah. it instead of passing. But um, you know what? It was fun and good on Baker. I think he's taken a lot of crap, but I think a lot of it's deserved. And so, But it's good to see him finally start playing well and getting a little bit of, getting a bit of anger on his side. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Again, that was a big statement. Even though Cleveland lost, I thought they made a statement. That they are for real. They are for real. It was a great game. Uh, and now, of course, we'll move into our week 15, where we talk about the games that just happened last week. Uh, also, if you, I think it was they said that uh, Baker Mayfield threw the longest pass in NFL yeah, history. It, yeah, airtime, which yeah. doesn't seem really right. It didn't feel that Didn't long. feel like really it. 65 yards, but... Still, great pass. Uh, the game last night, uh, we'll talk about it. It was the Chargers-Raiders. Ryan had the Raiders to win. I had the Chargers to win in the final in overtime. The Chargers prevail 30-27. to uh, Marcus Mariota had to come in for an injured Derek Carr. Mariota versus Herbert. It was the two Oregon quarterbacks. Oh, the yes. one he looked up to. Because Herbert used to look up That's to Mariota. So, Mar- and Herbert's like, oh my god, this is my idol. You're, this is the guy whose records I crushed. I, I gotta say, I thought Mariota looked really good out there. He, looked, he, he, I think he brought an element that... John Gruden's offense hasn't had it with mm-hmm. a mobile quarterback. And he had literally like a great game running. Uh, he was passing right at a great deep pass to Waller. Um, you kind of think, oh, man, the Raiders... I wonder, I'm real, I think they're probably cars done for the year. Yeah. But I think this is a real audition for Mariota now. I think this is going to be... If you're a Raiders fan, even though you've watched your playoff chances evaporate, but now you get to watch... You get to evaluate Mariota for three games because let's not forget, you know, he's a top, five, top yeah. three pick. Won a playoff game against Kansas City on the road. Um, he's been a good. He's been a good pro, and I think he could have that second chance like Tannehill had. Uh, so I'm excited for that. But to me, it was just the Raiders' defense, just inability. That Herbert walked up and down the field like he was a ten year vet. Yeah, it was kill me because I was going against him in fantasy and watching him get a one yard touchdown sneak after trying it like three times. Yeah, oh, it was ridiculous. So, but the, to me the just showed that the Raiders, 
just like last year when they beat the Bears in London, everyone was like, oh, the Bears are 6-4. and four. And then they went on like a six-game losing streak. Just showed you again, it's all about December. And the real teams are the ones that show up in December. And the Raiders are, do- are toast. Raiders are not. I mean, their offensive line has so many problems for them as well. And, and you, when you mentioned the Tannehill, the second incarnation, I would vouch more for Mariota to have that than I would for Carson Wentz. Um, Maybe. He, he, did, he did need it. Uh, but again, you know, the Chargers... Next season is going to be very interesting because, you know, if Antlin gets fired or whatever decisions, the holes that they need to plug makes the Chargers a team that will hopefully be able to keep in it because the running game's there. They add a few more pieces, add the offensive line, add a bit more to that defense, man, they'll be scary. Scary game for us on Saturday night, folks. If you are in the UK, this game will happen at 9.30. We will be in lockdown, so you won't be able to watch this one in public anywhere in a bar. Um, but it's on at 9.30 at night. Make sure you also join awesome. our DraftKings pool. We'll be doing DraftKings this week. NFL and London our DraftKings. Ryan's Buffalo Bills are visiting the Denver Broncos, which Drew Locke will we see the this week. The prime time Buffalo Bills. Buffalo, who's notorious. Don't do well in prime Give time. the people what they want, which is more Josh Allen every every day. Um, Six and a half points spread in this one. Uh, over under a 49 and a half. Drew Locke, who's going to show up? Bill's got to be feeling high after the last win. How, can, yeah, you're How do you feel mild, about your Saturday I'm feeling team? mile high about this game. For a couple of reasons. Number one, I found a cool thing out that Josh Allen in Wyoming played at a higher elevation than um, Denver, I think. Okay. Some weird stat. It might be. I might be bullshitting. Could be. But um, I feel really good about this game. I feel that Buffalo's coming in hot. They're feeling themselves. Um, they got a defense that does not give up big plays. Like Micah Hyde and Jordan Poyer at the back. Buffalo is one of the best teams in the NFL not giving up big plays. I think this is a great game for um, Cole Beasley, who's having his best year of his career. Yeah. Cole Beasley's almost had 1,000 yards, which he's never done. Um, the Bills' defense is starting to feel themselves. But Denver is good. Again, And like I've said, every time a player plays in Denver, it's always harder for them. So I feel Buffalo might have a little bit of a struggle, and it, especially in the first half. But I think they're the better team. Um, I think they'll be able to keep Denver from making big plays, and they'll be able to get to Drew Locke. And I'm going to go with the Bills to win this 27-20. to 20. Just covering. Yeah, I'm with you on uh, this one. I mean, yeah, in, in terms of if this were a few weeks ago uh, and Denver had all of their defense, you know, before... Uh, Boye got uh, the PED, ch- and, and then you had Callahan who got injured. Yeah, yeah. This would have been closer. Tom Miller, they've lost everyone. Yeah, uh, but now, as I said, I, I do like Buffalo in this one. Um, you know, they, they're just they've got this momentum. Denver, it's, we we uh, don't even the know NFL is all about December momentum. We've seen this in years. It's the team that's Buffalo he runs the table. That's the team you don't want to mess with. And yeah, the only the only thing I will say is Buffalo sometimes has a habit of shit in the bed when it yeah, comes to no, primetime right? television. But they've done it two weeks in a row now. They've had two great primetime victories against the Niners. So it's the third time and their primetime next week. It's just unbelievable. How Buffalo, many... primetime. We're not used to the primetime Buffalo. But uh, so I do like Buffalo in this one. Uh, I've got Buffalo to beat uh, the Denver Broncos 33-24. to I agree with Ryan on that one. Saturday night, make sure you watch it. It will be on Sky, and it'll also be probably on Game Pass. Sunday Fun Day is where we take ourselves. Let's talk about some of the Sunday games in Week 15. We'll start with my team, the Chicago Bears, visiting the Minnesota Vikings. Of course, we played a few weeks ago against these guys. Dalvin Cook ran all over us, but it's a different Bears team now, isn't it? Defense is still a little problematic, but our offensive line is back Trubisky's moving the ball. David Montgomery's running, and Allen Robinson is catching everything. Mm. 
you know, after Minnesota got shut down last week, uh, you sort of wonder, you know, how are they going to get, are they going to be able to get this going again? Because Dalvin Cook is pretty much their only thing. And aside from Justin Jefferson, who is now looking like he will win Rookie of the Year. Well, I don't know. Not after that game Herbert had this week. I think, yeah. I think it's still Herbert. I think you're still going to give it to the quarterback. But Justin Jefferson has been incredible. Um, I think I think the Bears and Trubisky are the, are the hotter team right now. I think Minnesota's just too up and down. And I think Trubisky's just got a what do I have to lose attitude for the next yeah. few weeks? You're auditioning for your future. And I think that's almost like an exciting prospect, right? You're just like, he's like, I'm going, he's like every week, he's like, I'm going clubbing. He's basically like a guy who's going out uh, before he gets married. He's yeah. going out, he's like going to the clubs. He's exactly. like, I'll get married in three weeks. Maybe to another woman that I haven't met yet. But I'm going to go have fun. Uh, have fun and party weeks. party, yeah. And I'm going to go with the Bears to win this. I think they're going to just be the team that has nothing to do. And I think Minnesota's just, just just feels way too inconsistent. They don't have a defense, and again, I just have I have no faith in Kirk Cousins to to take this team to the playoffs. So I know the Bears, who is the more desperate team in that division. Division games are always tougher. Bears twenty four, Minnesota twenty three. Yeah, I'm with you on this one. I like the Bears in the motivation here. Uh, being in a dome doesn't really affect us anyway. The defense is starting to pick up. Minnesota secondary is still quite injured. And, you know, Cook can be shut down. The one thing that we can do is shut down the run. So stopping Cook, put a lot of pressure on Cousins. He will make the mistakes. You know, I think Justin Jefferson will be able to find some holes in this. But now the, the thing that we do have is a running game. So I think we can be able to stick him back with the running game. We've started to use this. The past few weeks, we've now been scoring on every drive at the start of the game. So I like Chicago to win this one 28-26. Moving on to another NFC home game, the Carolina Panthers. Teddy Bridgewater, no Christian McCaffrey apparently this week. Uh, they're visiting Lambeau Field. The Lambeau Leap will be happening. Eight and Why half. is this 115? Why does this say 115? Uh, I think they may have moved this game. Did they move this game? Yeah, this, I don't this know why this game, it's I, Oh, this, game's a, this game is a, is this a night game now. Maybe they just moved this one. We'll have to double check on this Oh, maybe one. this is the second Saturday game. The second Saturday is game. That's what it is. So it's yeah, second Saturday. So Sorry. We did. We should have done this one first, but this is the second Saturday game. Oh, you know why? It's because they put your bears first. They put my bears first on it. Sorry, yeah. So it's, <laughs> we'll go through this when we talk about my bears premature in this. When we were talking the su- the Sunday game, Carolina Green Bay. Uh, so this one will happen on Sunday morning at one fifteen. Uh, so if you stay up late on Saturday, you can watch this game. Carolina visiting Green Bay, uh, and uh, eight and a half Ooh, point favorites. Eight and a half this, seems a lot. Eight and a half on this one, considering they barely covered last week. Again, this will be on uh, very late in the morning. You can watch this in the morning on Sunday. Uh, so how do we feel about this one? You've got, you know... Uh, well, I think you got to feel good if you're Green Bay. You're at home. you got the one spot. You're feeling yourself. you got to take advantage. you got to beat the teams you're better than. And this is just December football. There's no room to not have your shit together. I think this is... Green Bay knows this. I think Rodgers is dialed in this year. They, they're feeling... He's looking the best he's looked in years. You didn't feel like that... The last couple of years, there's just been something missing from Rodgers, which I think is being single. Yeah, could be. <laughs> and I think this is just a big... I think Carolina just won't be able to keep up. Aaron Jones looks great. That defense of Green Bay can, can shut you down. Uh, they're susceptible to the run, but they won't get beaten on the pass. And again, when you don't have McCaffrey, you shouldn't really be worried. I'm going to go to Green Bay to win this uh, 31-20. to 20. Uh, I actually like Carolina to cover this one. Uh, Carolina has far too many receivers for Green Bay to cover. And also with a running game, you know, you, you actually have a lot of tools here. But also Carolina is just going to play around, nothing to lose. You know, given that Green Bay struggled last week against Detroit, Carolina to me is a better team. 
Uh, I think they're going to struggle here, uh, but I still have them winning only by six points. I have Green Bay winning this one 30-24, Carolina to cover. Now we move into our Sunday games. We move into a 6 o'clock game here. Houston Texans, Indianapolis Colts. How many times do these guys have to play against each other? It does feel like we watch a lot of Texans Colts Yeah, Texans Colts and Titans Colts. Man, this AFC uh, fandangle keeps going. But the Colts are favoring this one 7.5 points. Houston, you know, after getting blown up by the Bears last week, what do they got left in the tank? Nothing. I think it's a team that's given up. I think Deshaun Watson just feels... If you're Deshaun Watson, you just feel completely betrayed. Like, you're a general, and your army didn't even show up at the battlefield. And you're just yeah. like, well, I guess i got to do everything myself and fight this war. Uh, it's just... Uh, the, the Texans are done. That, that display they put off last week was just terrible. It just shows a team that I think is just... They're not giving Romeo Cornell. You're going to get no. a 73-year-old journeyman coach going in. You've got a Colts team that's fighting for that division, fighting for that last playoff spot. And so I'm going to go with the Colts to win this. I think they're the better team with that defense being at home. Houston just has no one to pass to. Like, I'm sorry. Like, Brandon Cooks is not the thing. So I'm going to go with the, the Tex, uh, Colts 27 to 23. So you have Houston, I have Houston to cover. You have Houston to cover this one. I Because division not, games. I'll go with the division. Yeah, I hear you now. I just don't. He doesn't have anything to throw to you. Are you going to throw it? Are you going to throw it to, like, uh, Cooks? Cutie? Cooks, pretty much. Uh, no running game. Maybe David Johnson comes back. Who cares? This, this Does it really matter? I think the Colts are just, they're going to be pissed after, you know, having that loss against the Titans. They know they need to win here. They're going to throw it down. T.Y. Hilton have a good game. Jonathan Taylor will be unstoppable in this one. Um, I have them to win this one 28-20, covering it. Houston, you know, uh, ever since... You got rid of Bill O'Brien. You just It's been absolutely horrible. Uh, moving on to our next game. No line in this one. Detroit at Tennessee Titans. It's because of Matt Stafford, who's been basically smashed up every week, and he still continues to come back and play. And if you're a Detroit Lions fan, or any fan, you have to love the conviction and the tenacity of Matthew Stafford. Now, they're visiting Tennessee at home. This will be a tough game. Will Derrick Henry oh, literally man. just snump all over you for 200 yards? I think so. Probably, yeah. I absolutely think so. I think mm. Tennessee, again, they're the December Giants that you don't want to fight. They're they're fighting for that division with with the Colts. So, again, Detroit, what are you, what are you playing for, really? You know, it's pretty much over. You know that. Um, they're just basically winding up the clock. If you're Stafford, you, why would you even go back out yeah. there? Just write 2020 off. Titans are too good. Derrick Henry's just going to dominate this game. I say it's going to be uh, 33-17 to 17 for the Titans. A big, big win. I got a big win here, too. I mean, even if Stafford comes back, I mean, he, he, did you see that Frank Ragno had his throat broken last week for Detroit? Ooh. That was a pretty interesting. Like Roadhouse? Just yeah, pretty much out. just ripped out. <laughs> just hanging there off his finger, which is a really true move, by the way. Yeah, Someone who's taken martial arts, I can, I can attest that that is the deadliest yeah. move ever. Um... <laughs> You know, they've had a lot of injuries going through. I mean, A.J. Brown, I think, can really have a big one. He's been sort of hit or miss for me in fantasy. But even with Stafford, Tennessee really needs this win. They're just going to beat him. I got 35-23. <clears throat> Speaking of beating, let's take another division to the uh. to the south. Tampa Bay, Atlanta. Uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers favored by six here. It's at home to Atlanta. You know, Matt Ryan and company. Julio Jones, they say, is day-to-day, which means... NFL speak for he's out for the season. <laughs> yeah, which he's always kind of... He's day-to-day for every day of his life. Um, again, I actually really like this line. I'm going to maybe bet this one. I'm going to bet the Bucks. I think, again, they're, they're the team fighting for something. you got a team of Atlanta with no coach. They don't really care. I think, I think you've got to... 
take into consideration that the fatigue of this this year yeah it's probably kicking in with some teams that are out of it and just being like listen i'm not gonna risk blowing out my knee but exactly especially if you're one of the good players you know not the guys who are on the cusp of getting cut so to me i think the the team that has everything to play for is the bucks who need to have a big game and i think they will i'm gonna go with the bucks to blow this one out i say uh 35 to 24 Again, I'm with you on this one. Uh, you know, Tampa has so much now, the motivation. They seem to be clicking a little bit more. You hope that he's going to start finding a relationship with a lot of these wide receivers. The running game is there. I can't see Atlanta stopping anything. I've got Tampa Bay winning this one 31-21. to 21. I mean, it's just... It you, is what it is, Atlanta. It is what it is. You toast. Uh, Baltimore gets the benefit You're of basic. another easy uh, opponent this week as the Baltimore Ravens host the Jacksonville Jaguars. 13-point favorites for the Baltimore Ravens on this one. Uh, you wonder if they're going to have to put a diaper um, on Lamar Jackson this week. You know, if you see if you see the video of him running, he was definitely going to take a dump. Uh, Jacksonville, I mean, what's going to happen? Imagine you lost, you didn't make the playoffs because you had to take a shit during the game. It'd be, it'd be devastating. You'd have to, like, say, like, you know, it's just like, those people yeah. just like, shoot me in the air. Just yeah. stab me where you won't kill me. Yeah. Just so it looks like something bad happened to me. Exactly. Snap my Name ankle. An injury. But um, I think, again, I, if I think Baltimore is the hot team, they, they're desperate. They've got to get back in this playoff fight. Uh, I think Minshew's back in quarterback, but I'm not, I'm not falling for this. I'm going back to my original anti-Jacksonville stance, and I'm going to say Baltimore takes this easily. I think they're going to be a team that could get hot going in December, and I think they're going to win this pretty easily. 30-13. Uh, to 13. Um, Yeah, I don't know. You've got... I don't know. Baltimore is sort of playing like shit. Their defenses seem to be playing like this as well, and I, their secondary is not the kind of defense they've had before. I think they're going to really have some problems with James Robinson here as well. I like Jacksonville to cover. I know you're not a big fan of this, but Baltimore's won. They may have used a lot in the, they had everything they had in the tank against Cleveland. And we have to remember, it was only a few days ago. So they're, you know, they still haven't gotten over it. I like uh, 10 points spread in this one. So I've got Baltimore 30, Jacksonville 20. Moving on to our next game. Hey, look, if one thing we know, it's Bill oh, Belichick God, yeah. prepares for people and rookie quarterbacks or something he likes to snack he on, does. like Nosferatu and a virgin. He does. Patriots, Dolphins. Dolphins only favored by two points in this one, over under 41 and a but half. But it is Patriots in Miami, which is also a curse. It is have, indeed. Which we've seen so many ridiculous losses from them, especially last year with that um, God million lateral play. That yeah. was just unbelievable. Um, I I think I think you're right. I think the Bill Belichick's going to want to put two in his place. Um, I think I, the problem is you have Cam Newton who can't throw for 100 yards. No. He's absolutely terrible, and it's how long of a leash does he have this game? Do we see Stidham coming in even by half? Because, again, that defense of Miami, who's not made Patrick Mahomes' life hell, they're going to eat Cam Newton for breakfast. So part of me wants to pick the Patriots. I'm still going to pick the Patriots because I say Bill Belichick's record against rookie quarterbacks shall not be defeated. Um, but I think it's going to be a real low score game, twenty to seventeen. Uh, Patriots win. Yeah, I I got the Patriots to win as well, and I also have um, Bill Belichick sending uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick a love note because yeah. I think uh, he would be yeah come play for me, smart Harvard. It's the only team in, in the AFC East he hasn't played. He hasn't, for. and he's one of the smartest quarterbacks, and he grew, and he went he grew up in Boston area, so or he played in Boston area. 
Uh, so I actually, you know, we'll see what that happens there. But I like the Patriots. He's going to prepare for this. He's going to shut down a lot of the options. You also have Gasecki who's injured. Devontae Parker's coming back from injury. Tua is going to be confounded. Yeah. Uh, and, and I like them to win this one even in spite of Cam. Uh, I've got New England to win 21, Miami 20. It's going to be a, a low-scoring game. Uh, moving on to our next game. It is the Seattle Seahawks and Washington football team. Uh, Russell Wilson has got a lot of his offensive line back. And Washington, they've got Chase Young, but can they keep up with the actual yeah. high-flying Seahawks yeah. in this one? Uh, I, I don't think so. I think you got... Too many problems, especially with the question at quarterback. You're not healthy at quarterback. You don't really, other than McLaurin, have a lot of weapons. And you have a Seattle team that just put up 40. It's just knows, again, they know they got to be better. But the problem is, I think this front four can really make Russell Wilson's life hell. Mm-hmm. I don't think Russ is going to cook. I think this is going to be actually quite a close game. Um, and I think, what is it? What's the line? Five, Five and, and a half. half. I think it's definitely, I think it's going to be a field goal game, maybe at the end to win it. Um, I'm going to go with 27-24 Seahawks. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be interesting because they got quarterback issues here going on at Washington. For me, though, now, now Seattle has everything back. Now it's time to really put the foot or the boot on people's throat. And unfortunately, I think Washington's going to actually get kicked in this one. Seattle is too much. They're not going to have anyone to cover Metcalf. Lockett will explode. Obviously, there's problems with the running game, but this is a game... Boys, we're on to the postseason. We've started to win. We've got everyone back. We're healthy. I've got them to win 34-21. I, I, I think that Seattle is going to open a lot of points in this one. Our final game of the 6 o'clock games, the 1 p.m. in Eastern Standard Time. <clears throat> San Francisco 49ers visiting Dallas Cowboys. Three-point favorites of the 49ers in 1995, folks. This would have been yeah, a great game. I was just about to say that to me. I was going <laughs> to say the 80s. Yeah, but this, this would, would be a great game. Everyone Montana would play. Uh, so this one, you know, Steve Young versus Troy Aikman in this one. Uh, no, this one, not so good. Injuries galore in this one. The old Dalton Mullins bout. Um, yeah, the Yeah, to me, um, this is a tough... I'm going to go with San Francisco. I just think Dallas, who's shown nothing... Um, being able to run. I think Zeke's not going to be able to run during, against the San Fran team. And Dalton's going to real struggle. I think San Fran's the, just the better coach team. And I think yeah. I'm going to go that strong at determined. I have no faith in Mike McCarthy. Um, so I'm going to go with San Fran to win. I don't think it's going to be a super high-scoring game. I say 23-20. I'm with you on this one. It's just it's going to be boring, low-scoring. Um it's not. It's gonna be something that even on red zone, I'll probably, I'll probably pull a Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Which please feel free to use. Everyone, hey, just got a Lamar. Just got a uh, Lamar. Do a Lamar. Yeah. I'll be back to to finish. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna LJ. I'll be come back. Wait till Trace gets hurt, and then. Yeah. Imagine. Imagine that he's just sitting there on his phone taking a crap, and Trace got hurt. Oh, oh God! He's just checking his fantasy, wet wipes. Give me wet wipes. His fantasy team. Um. Yeah, it's going to be a crop game. Uh, I've got this one 21-17 to 17 for San Francisco. Now we move to our late games, and we're talking a great late game. We're not talking about the Jets-Rams. Uh, Rams are favored 17.5 points in this one. Rams are starting to finally get this together. Uh, the defense is playing well. Jared Goff, they got the running game. The Jets, in the meantime, just don't have anything together. All they have is the hope of the playoffs. Yeah, the, the, yeah, exactly right. The Rams are number one, probably think number one D in the NFL right now. They're absolutely good. If Darnold saw ghosts versus the Patriots, he's going to see demons. Oh, God, yeah. This game. Um, I, I got, again, how could you not, even though it's 17 and a half, it's just after seeing what the Jets are, right, they, they got no 
freaking chance in this game. On the road, I'm going to go with an absolute blowout. Again, probably 38 to 20, I say. Just covering. 20 points. Yeah, I don't have the Jets covering. I mean, their offensive line has had some, some injuries last week. What the hell is Aaron Donald going to do? I mean, oh he is going to absolutely make this hell. He's leading I, I, the NFL in four, sacks. Four so. sacks. I could see him getting four sacks in this one. It's going to be very difficult in this one. I've got the Rams to win 30-10. to 10. Moving on to another eh, not-so-exciting game, Eagles. Well, missing. Uh, it could be kind of fun. Jalen Hurts versus Kyler Murray. It could Feels be. Feels kind of fun. It could be kind of fun if you're watching Red Zone. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you've got Philadelphia 4-8-1 at the Cardinals, who are 7-6. Cardinals favored in this one by six points. The over-under... 49 points uh, in a sun, the sun of uh, Arizona. Um, you know, going to be tough for this one. Hurts, you know, obviously now they've got tape on Hurts, so they're going to be able to watch to see what he did last week. Uh, Kyler Murray, and the one thing I've sort of seen is he looked like he was injured, and last week I was worried if he was still injured with that shoulder, but he doesn't seem to be injured anymore, chucking the ball, running it. You know, may, maybe he's, he sort of found that uh, healthy status again. Yeah, I think this is going to be a close game, to be honest with you. I think the Eagles, at least... I think they have a spark, and I think with Jalen Hurts, it's at least something. With Wentz, it just felt like this this inevitable fall from grace. But with Jalen Hurts, it's a bit of hope. And I think in 2020, all you need is a bit of hope for your team to be competitive. So I'm going to go with the Eagles with an upset victory, actually. I think the Eagles are going to win this. Yeah. Uh, for my upset victory of the week, uh, I'm going to say it's going to be 28-24. Uh, to 24. I'd say the Eagles win. Um, yeah, Ryan has Just more faith in the Eagles. I do not. I think this is a game. I also did pick the Chargers to beat the Patriots when they lost 45 nothing. You did indeed. So, uh, I don't think you should really go with my upset specials. Well, I picked the Patriots in that game. In this game, I'm actually going to take the Cardinals. Uh, I think the injury problems that he, Kyler Murray had are back. They're 7-6. and six. They'd like to go 8-6. and six. You know, They're smelling that there could be something cooking, something there. Uh, but, you know, look at the running game. And it's just the deep ball, and they don't have enough to cover the Eagles. Just don't have enough to cover the deep ball options. And and I like Philadelphia, or sorry, Arizona to win this one, thirty to eighteen. We're talking Sunday night, and this is a sky game, and oh, what a game this is going to be! Kansas City Chiefs visiting New Orleans Saints. You sort of go, will Drew Brees be back? Why would you want to bring him back if you're going to the playoffs anyway? Keep him healthy. Uh, play around. Well, you want that number one seed, which I think New Orleans should want. Especially you if you're Breeze. You don't want to have to go to throwing it in the outdoors. Well, you've got the Kansas City Chiefs. Favorite in this one, three and a half points. They're in New Orleans. They're in the Dome. They're at home. Um, you know, best offense versus best defense, people might be saying. How do you see this I'll game? tell you what. If, if Drew Breeze was playing, I'd pick the Saints to win this. I think there. I just... My biggest problem is if Taysom Hill has to go toe-to-toe with... Patrick Mahomes, I don't think he can put up the points. and But I think Breeze has enough experience, has, has enough savvy to be able to do that. I think this is going to be a, I think it's going to be a close game, uh, but I think the Chiefs will win this. Um, I'm going to say it's going to be 30-27. to 27. But I, I, I would totally, I, I really think the Saints can win this because I think they would be getting the Chiefs at their worst time, of the, the worst they've been playing, actually. Yeah, well, you have to look at the Chiefs last week. Patrick Mahomes, three interceptions, including a 30-yard sack. Yeah. I don't know if you remember that sack. I do remember that. And, and this, that was Miami, who has a great defense. This is an impeccable defense. Yeah. Now, if New Orleans really wants to get this going, the one thing they haven't done, and we've seen it with Taysom Hill, for whatever reason, doesn't give to Kamara. And, and Kamara is not having the kind of games he should. They need to get Kamara involved yes, more in absolutely. this game. I think this is going to be a great game. 
Uh, but I have New, New Orleans to cover it. Chiefs to win by two. I've got Chiefs uh, winning 28-26. to 26. Tight game. Uh, here we go to a game that I feel like we've seen before. It's the battle for Odell's love. Yes. Um, it's the Cleveland Browns. Nine and four, visiting New York Giants, five and eight. You know, I was bullish on the Giants last week. I thought Daniel Jones and company would get together, and the defense would play well, but they're not. Now, this game was actually moved because the Giants can actually win the play, get into the playoffs with this game if they win. Um, you know, how, Cleveland. How, Cleveland, sorry. Yeah, I was uh, gonna say, Giants, Cleveland. Good Lord, the yeah. Giants can't. <laughs> yeah, this could be, a, it actually could be kind of an interesting game. You had that thing... Uh, coming out on the news where like Baker is trashing the Giants for drafting Daniel Jones. Yeah. So maybe it gives him a little chip on the shoulder. Um, I just think with the way Chubb, Chubb and Hunt, our detective duo, are playing, they're just unstoppable. And I think even the Giants' defense is good, isn't going to be enough to, to stop them. And I think Baker's been playing well. He's feeling himself. And I think this is going to be a Cleveland Especially after that tough loss, mm-hmm. you need you're angry, and you're going to take it out on the Giants. So I'm going to go with Cleveland to win thirty to twenty. Yeah, I'm with you on this one, uh, Cleveland. You know when you come that close, and particularly they were, you know, you were down. They were down a lot to Baltimore, and they ended up firing, firing back. And and Baker really put some stuff together. I like the Browns here to win this one. Uh, they need to win this one as a good victory. They will go and get their tenth win on this one. Cleveland wins this one, twenty-eight twenty-one. Let's go to our final game, which would have been great at the start of the year if Joe Burrow was playing. Yeah, right. But now he's not. The limping Pittsburgh Steelers uh, take their sorry asses to Cincinnati. They're 12.5-point favorites with a 40.5 over-under, 1.15 a.m. start on Tuesday morning or Monday night for this game. Pittsburgh, Cincinnati, how do you like this one? I Well, first of all, I don't think they should be 12.5-point favorites. I don't think... Um, that that could the problem the problem is with Cincinnati with that quarterback and that defense that's going to be pissed off they're going to blitz the hell out of God mm-hmm. knows who's behind Allen is it yeah uh, back there so he's going to get absolutely destroyed um, which is great because I have Pittsburgh's defensive fantasy so this is the perfect there situation um, I think Pittsburgh needs this they have to show the especially after the last two weeks in a row I think they're going to cover. Um, I just because of their defense, not because of anything else. I'm going to say it's going to be like 24-3. 24-3. Uh, I've actually got Cincinnati to cover this one because Cincinnati's got nothing to lose at this point. Whereas Pittsburgh, you know, they can build up a, a, you know, a bit of a win or a bit of a gap in their win and, and then coast. Um, whereas Cincinnati, they're at home, you know, people are going to be pissed. So Pittsburgh, I think, will build up a lead and then just not really care about it. Cincinnati will get within that 13 or 12 and a half. I've got Pittsburgh winning this one 28 Cincinnati, 18. Those, what was your score again, your final? Oh, you said Cincinnati, or sorry, what was your final prediction in that one? Uh, I said uh, 24 to 3. 24 to 3. Sorry, i got to write that down. We t- keep track of all of our records here, folks, so you guys don't have to. And we <laughs> share those on our website. Make sure you check out our website, NFLinLondon.com. Find us on social media, and as I said, we do DraftKings leagues every week. NFL in London is our league. We do free and paid contests, everybody. Look, this COVID stuff really sucks. It's going to suck. We won't be able to watch the playoffs together or the Super Bowl together. But thanks for listening, folks. Stay safe. Stay sane. Merry Christmas.